Well, um, folks, I came in here all dressed up, ready, fired up for this evening, and um, I, I just got to share. It's with a heavy heart. All you 412 ministry need to know. Uh, an hour ago, maybe, there was a car. Someone came through our parking lot. They fell asleep, and they've hit our youth room and almost demolished it. I mean, just part of the way. Um, between that and this COVID, the leaders have decided we are just going to suspend uh, all 412 activities. Uh, we feel, feel that that's the best thing to do at this point. We regret that. We hate that for you. Sometimes we've got to recognize things happen, and we just got to roll with it, you know. And, and we recognize that, that today is uh, April Fool's. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just wonder who fell for that because they got property to sell you. No one's, no one's uh, going to cancel 412 services. We're excited to be here with you. And, and for all elders that may have just had a little heart attack like Thad, uh, no one's hit our building. Is it possible? Yeah. Corey, Colby Cooper will soon be driving. So is it possible somebody's going to run into to this building? Yes. Is it likely? Yes. Because Colby Cooper will be driving. That's just what's going to happen. But not today. So take it easy. Everything's good. Uh, we did also think about suspending the 412 service, but only until Braden Tingle graduates. But we've decided we're going to continue to have this, even while he's still in school and with us. So that's so everything's normal. If you believed that we that for that April Fool's joke, well, that's because it's named after you. So anyway, what else do we have? I've got we've got a game. But you may be wondering though why I'm dressed this way. I, I got to thinking you all get to sit at home. And in the comfort of your living room, you're getting to sit there and hang out, probably in your pajamas. So I thought, why can I not be here in my pajamas? Unfortunately, I did not have any clean ones, so I borrowed Thad's favorite pair. Uh, This is the pair that he actually wore when he was sitting at home after that heart surgery thing that he did. This is what he's wearing. So Thad, thank you for letting me wear your favorite pajamas. I appreciate you. So, students, if you're at home and you're paying attention, what I want to ask you to do is get a piece of paper and a pen. We're going to take a test. We're going to take a little trivia test. And and the winner of this, we need you to write it down. We need you to answer. Keep up with how many you had correct because the winner is going to get a a surprise. We're going to give you a free trip. So, you got to be honest. We're going to trust you. This is the, what do you call it, where where we just got to believe that you're being honest, which we don't for the most part. So I'm, I'm just giving you two or three more seconds to get your pen and paper and get, your, get ready to go. All right, tonight's game is called State of Mind. What you have to do is write down the state that these laws apply to. Now, these laws are true because I looked them up on the Internet, and anything on the Internet is real. I believe it. You, you believe it too, okay? So you write down the state that this law applies to. So let's go to the first question. Question one, bingo games cannot last more than five hours. In what state would that be true? Bingo games cannot last more than five hours. You should all know this. It is North Carolina. I'm sure you all got that right. And whoever plays bingo for longer than five hours has problems, okay? Question number two, chickens are not allowed to cross the road. In what state? Chickens are not allowed to cross the road, even to get to the other side. They're not allowed to cross the road. One point if you can name the state, an extra point if you can name, if you can name the city. The answer, Georgia in the town of Quitman. I'm sure you all get that one. You should know that. Studied history. Question number three. If you cut down a cactus, you could be sentenced to 25 years in prison. 25 years in prison if you cut down a cactus. In what state is this true? And Harley is right now thinking, oh, I hope it's not Alabama because I didn't cut down a cactus. The answer, Arizona, of course. So Harley, you're safe. It's good unless you're going to Arizona to cut down a cactus. So if you're going to cut, it's better to be a drug dealer than to cut down a cactus in Arizona. I'm not promoting drug dealing. I'm just saying. A crazy rule. Next question. It is illegal to sell your eyeballs. In what state? 
it's illegal to sell your eyeballs. If you're trying to sell your eyeballs, don't go to the state of Texas, people. Don't go to the state of Texas. Now, it doesn't say if you're allowed to sell somebody else's eyeballs, but don't sell your own eyeballs in the state of Texas. All right, I hope you're keeping track if you're getting these right or not. I'm expecting that some of you are 100% so far. Next question. You may not sell toothpaste and a toothbrush to the same customer on a Sunday. Can't sell toothpaste and a toothbrush to the same customer on a Sunday. And we all know this. It's Rhode Island. Rhode Island. It's not a big deal there because the whole family shares the same toothbrush. So they just need to buy toothpaste. No big deal. We all know Rhode Island. Next question. You're not allowed to eat fried chicken any other way than using your hands. Fried chicken, got to eat it with your hands in this state. If you name, it's actually in part of a city, a city as well, so if you name the city, an extra point, okay? And just for my point, you should use your hands to eat everything, whether it's chicken or chili, doesn't really matter. Use your hands. That's why God gave us these utensils, people. The answer, Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia, been there. It is called a legit story. I don't I make up most stuff, but not this. It is the chicken capital of the world, I think. I could be making that up. But it's not the first rumor I started. Uh, Gainesville, Georgia, chicken capital of the world. Next question. Bear wrestling matches are prohibited in what state? Bear, mes- bear wrestling matches are prohibited in what state? We should all know it's Alabama. Roll Tide. Look. We know why it's in place, because anybody that was wrestling with a bear, a.k.a. Auburn, would get mauled. So they had to make this rule because Auburn kept getting mauled. So no bear wrestling in Alabama. Whoa, don't be looking at those answers, cheaters. They are such cheaters. If you looked at that, you better mark yourself down. Wrong. Next question, you may not take a picture of a rabbit from January to April without an official permit. Got to have that permit to take a picture of a rabbit in January to April. Everybody knows the great state of Wyoming. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Who does? Next question. You cannot buy meat of any kind on Sunday. Cannot buy meat of any kind on a Sunday. In what state? Duh. It's Washington. It's Washington. Don't know why again. Uh, some, some different people out there. Next question. It's illegal to attend a public event or use public transport. I, that means transportation for all of you that didn't understand. Public, you can't attend a public event or even use public transportation within four hours of eating onions or garlic. I personally like this, this law, and I hope it's Alabama, but it's not. It, it is Indiana. And that's why I've told Amanda I want to move to Indiana. I think that's a real good law, frankly. Next question is, it's illegal for a man to give his fiance a box of candy that weighs more than 50 pounds. What state? Name that state. It's illegal for a man to give his fiance a box of candy that weighs more than 50 pounds. Rumor has it, this law was put on the books because all those fiancés were not able to to get in their wedding dress. That's why they made this law in Idaho. Idaho. I'm sure you got that, all you ladies out there. A motorist, a motorist with criminal intentions must stop at the city limits and telephone the chief of police police as he is entering the town. So if you're a criminal and you're driving on into this state, and you got intentions of criminal activity, you got to stop and call the popo. What state is that? Of course it's Washington, because they are dumb enough to believe that a criminal is going to call the chief of police. Next question. If you are found stealing soap, you must wash yourself until the bar of soap has been completely used up. I personally have no problem with this. I think if they're needing soap that bad, let them use it. And they said so in Arizona. That's what they got to do in Arizona. They got to use that bar completely up. Hey, hey, just to know, all you youth, you know, 
use bar, bar soap. Nothing wrong with that. Hygiene is good. Hyg- personal hygiene, keep up with it. Take a bath. Wash your hair. Next question. You can be arrested or fined for harassing Bigfoot. This is serious, people. You don't harass Bigfoot. You can be arrested or fined in this state of Washington. Washington. I think that's the last question. So tally it up. Let, text Miss Amanda because I don't want your text. I really don't because I don't trust you. Text Miss Amanda what your tally was. Let us know so we can give you that all-expense-paid one-way trip to Guantanamo Bay. Okay? We're excited for you, whoever won that. I think what we can take away from that trivia quiz is that the state of Washington is what we would call cuckoo. That's a technical term. Some of you understand it. Washington, probably stay away from there. All right, so what we've got next, uh, here's the thing. We know that there's still a lot going on, a lot of minds wondering what's going on with this whole COVID-19 thing. And so we need to remember sometimes we're not in control. Sometimes we need to just not try to be in control when we think we can take care of everything. We just need to hand it off to somebody else. So we got a little video that we want to show you to help you keep that in mind. So watch the video. I was fishing last Friday on a lake in Mississippi in the humid summer heat. On a boat with my best friend Cletus who was sleeping in the back seat. Well, the bites were slow and we were running low on chips and Gatorade. It'd been a long, hard day. I felt a tug on the line and I didn't pay attention. I was spinning way too fast. Before I knew it, I was staring at a 10-pound shiny bass. When I tried to pull the fish inside, I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh. I was so scared. I threw my rod up in the air. Cletus, take the reel. Take it from my hands. Cause I can't do this that puts things in perspective for you guys um, sometimes you just gotta let Cletus take that reel guys uh, alright so it's time for us to get a little serious it's time for us to read some scripture then we're gonna have some worship and then Corey's gonna come up and do his lesson so let's get our minds set right um, it's fun to have it's good to have some fun but we need to remember why we're here uh, which is to worship the Lord so uh, everybody open your Bibles if you will uh, or read along if, if it's on the screen but we're gonna go to uh, First Hebrews, Hebrews 1 tonight, and we're going to read verses 1 through 4. Hebrews 1, 1 through 4. It says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time, in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of of his, holy, of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high having become so much better than the angels as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Let's worship with song. 
My mic, there it is. Okay, hey guys, hope y'all had a good week so far. Hope y'all have come ready to worship um, both with song and in word. So if y'all, we've got an extra guest because she gets dragged around with us everywhere. So she's going to be singing with me tonight. And so if y'all will, just worship the Lord with us.
for this technology um, so that we can still be together without having to join together physically. God, I pray that um, you would just speak through Corey tonight, that you would just um, fill him with your words and not his own. God, and I pray that we would just be attentive and have open hearts and open ears tonight so that we can hear what you have to say to us. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, I can honestly say that I miss a couple of you. Okay, I'm just joking. I miss you all um, very much, too. In fact, I, I think I miss, like, everybody except for Savannah. I, I, I don't know that I've really ever missed her, but um, I definitely miss you all. Um, so I am ready, what is it, April 30th is kind of when the, the lockdown's supposed to be let up, so I'm ready for May to get here so that uh, I can make fun of y'all face-to-face um, and tell you how much I dislike you to your face instead of through this live stream. So um, anyways, I'm looking forward to that day. I really am. I hope y'all are too. Um, and so I want to kind of start off with a question. Um, if you're like me, you have, at some point in your life, you have put God into a box. And you have said, God, I want this, I want that, I want all these things, but I expect you to operate in this square, period. You, you can't operate over here. Maybe it's just you don't quite understand the vastness of God, and so you're trying to apply human law to the Holy of Holies. Um, Maybe it's you just don't think there's a way he can do it by doing this thing over here. He's got to do it this way because that's how you would do it. Um, But if you have done that, I want to lovingly tell you you're wrong. And I'm wrong. Um, I've done it. Um, Often I have done it where I have in my mind put God in this box, and I've had these expectations of things to be done, and um, I've, in my mind, put them in this box and said, operate there. Um, But what I want you to understand, and what we're going to kind of go through tonight is that there is not a box big enough to house God, okay? God is this amazing deity, um, just, I mean, the only way we can truly describe God in its most accurate form is to say God is God. Anything else really just falls short, okay? So we'll start off tonight. And what we're going to go through is that God is transcendent. Okay, God is transcendent. And this is attribute 16. I think it is on. It's green. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's why you shouldn't put a remote in my hand. I'll make it not work. But this is attribute number 16. Okay, so kind of bittersweet. Um, This is going to be the end of our study on God's attributes. And so... um, I hope you all have enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, God has really, really taught me a lot about who he is um, and and all the areas where I was not properly understanding God and then in all the areas where I've just kind of come to this this point that I go, without you opening my eyes anymore, this is it for me. I cannot understand more about you because it's too much. It's just too much. All right? So... Kind of goes in line with tonight. God is transcendent. He is unlike anything. Unlike anything. God is in a league of his own. Um, if there are parents watching tonight, maybe, maybe grandparents, you might get this reference. But uh, growing up, my mom liked, probably the only sports movie she liked was A League of Their Own. I don't know if uh, y'all remember that movie. But it was about um, women during the World War II, I believe, were um, kind of 
put into the spotlight of playing baseball because all the, all the men were going to fight this war. And so they, the title of the movie is A League of Their Own. And when, when we think about God being transcendent, what I want you to think about is he is in a league of his own. Okay, a league of his own. All right, let's define that. So, of course, we, we Google everything. So Google says transcendence is existing apart from and not subject to the limitations of the material universe. Okay? Existing apart from and not subject to the limitations of the material universe. All right? Merriam-Webster, you just go to merriam-webster-dictionary.com. Um, it's being beyond comprehension. Being beyond comprehension. Okay, so when we think of this God being transcendent, he is unlike anything to such a degree that we cannot comprehend him or the level that he is different, the level that he is unlike anything. Okay, so that, that is so much we cannot even begin to understand how much. All right? And I think that there is a warning here um, that we've talked a lot about throughout the last um, 16 teaching weeks. Um, but Matt Chandler was quoted. He's a pastor of a church in Texas, I believe. Um, and and his, his quote is, if you land too far on the imminent side and forget his transcendence, you more than likely have a t-shirt that says, Jesus is my homeboy. And there is no seriousness in your heart about sin. And you live as though God does not see, does not hear, and has not come down. Okay? And, and so what I want us to remember as we kind of wrap this study up of God's attributes is that God is 100% love. But at the same time, he's 100% grace, 100% mercy, 100% righteous, 100% just. He is all of the things that he is to the upteenth degree at all times. Okay, so we tend to, and if you're like me, I, I have done this. I mean, Jesus is my homeboy. That would have been a t-shirt at some point I would have worn because I just didn't have the proper view of all of his attributes. I had honed into one a little too much. Okay, and so as we start going, as we've gone through these attributes, what I don't want y'all to have done is hone in to one and go, man, that's awesome, and forget about the other 15. Because God is God, which means he's all of those things. Okay, so it's really important that we, we really focus on who God is and not just the aspects of God that we really like or maybe the aspects of God that we kind of cling to. Okay, so I just want to kind of warn you there because... Um, I've, I've been this guy that Matt Chandler's talking about, and it can be dangerous. And so we just remember, we need to review God and all of his attributes together, okay? And this is an incommunicable attribute, an incommunicable attribute. And I hope, I'm going to give you all a couple seconds. Go ahead and tell me, tell me what, the, what that means. I, I didn't hear any of you, so I guess not even you told me. So thanks for not participating. Um, transcendence. When we think of transcendence, do you think of Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr.? Do you think of Beyonce? All right. <clears throat> Remember, this is unlike anything. And so what, what really hit me this week and, and really truthfully hit me hard was... How often have I put an Iron Man or Beyonce? Or, or for me, it's going to be probably a baseball player. How, how often have I looked to that person and had that person so high that they were transcendent to me? They were unlike anything. They were beyond my comprehension. And, and where an Iron Man or a Beyonce is to a degree because I, I don't know what that life is like. I don't know what that kind of money is like or that fame is like. They, at the end of the day, they're, they're human. I mean, when you boil them down to who they are as a person, we're very much alike. We're people, okay? And, and I, I want to, again, kind of warn us into in knowing and in, in thinking this way that, that though we may look to man, 
as maybe a, an idol, a mentor, whatever, where some of that is, is appropriate and healthy, thinking of that too much can be, can, can be unhealthy. Okay, the, the only person that we should really hold in this transcendent manner, this viewpoint, is God himself. Everyone else is in the same boat. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat. We're on a path to heaven or we're on the path to hell. Every one of us. But God is not. And so I really want us to stop and, and, and kind of alter things in our mind and our heart. If you're someone who's relating to what I'm saying right now and you're going, yeah, there's something there. Maybe it's a sport. Maybe it's an event. Whatever it is. If that's you and you're going, yeah, that's, that's the highest thing to me. I, I challenge you to rework your list there. Okay, God needs to be number one. All right, he needs to be number one. So what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? Let's turn to Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. All right. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. All right? God's thoughts and ways are so much higher than ours. We aren't on the same level. Okay? So going back to that, that T-shirt idea from Matt Chandler, in a sense, yeah, Jesus is your homeboy. But in a much bigger and, and serious and realistic sense, he's not your homeboy. Jesus is God. All right, and the moment that you try to pull Jesus down to your level, number one, you're exalting yourself, which is not right. But you're trying to devalue the God, I mean, the God of all. And so it, it, that's a very, very dangerous thing to do, okay? So we need to make sure that we understand that God's ways are so much higher than ours, and his thoughts are so much higher than ours, Okay? Psalm 113, 4 through 6. Psalm 113, 4 through 6. Psalm 113, 4 through 6. The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high? who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth. All right? So question, who is like God? Who? I'll give you a couple seconds. Just think about it. Who is like God? No one. I hope that's your answer. No one. Not a soul. End of discussion. Period. No one is like God. Okay? He is on a level by himself, okay? He is in his own category. He's in his own league. However you want to put it, he is over here and literally everything else is over here, okay? And that, that distance between the two is, a, is so great that we can't even understand it. All right, John eight twenty three. John eight twenty three. John eight twenty three, And he said to them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Okay, so context, um, number one, God is not of this world, but context is Jesus uh, is not talking about a physical uh, things here, okay? This is kind of a, if you're reading this, this section, um, the Pharisees and Jesus are kind of in a, in a conversation here. And, um, and we get to this point in verse 23 where Jesus is not really talking about these physical things. Um, though it would be true, he's not of this world. He came down to this world. Um, but he is talking in a spiritual sense, okay, with the Pharisees. They were of the world. Their father is Satan. Jesus is from above, and his Father is God. And so what Jesus is doing is he's, he's drawing this contrast between who they are and who he is, okay? And, and he's saying, I, I'm not like you. 
I'm not of you. Okay, you and me aren't the same. Okay, so in a sense, yes, he's 100% man, but in a sense also, just as much, he's 100% God. And so we're talking to the God, godness of Jesus here. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for us? Well, an improper view of transcendence can lead to a lack of desire for holiness. Okay, if your view of God is not accurate, if God is maybe down here, and maybe you've got some other things here, then your desire for holiness isn't going to be great. Okay, but when God is way up here, and everything else is kind of way down here, your desire for holiness is, is going to be substantial. You're going to want to be like Christ. All right? God is not one of us. He is God. Period. Okay? He is God. Literally, nothing we comprehend can speak to who he is. He literally cannot be contained with our thoughts. Okay? And, and I want you to just kind of think about that for a minute that, like, the most intelligent person cannot comprehend or contain God with just his thoughts. Okay, it, it can't be done. God is, he's too, he's too God. I mean, that's, that's all I can really say. It's the only accurate way to, to speak to this is God is too God. All right, the above truths should stir trust and faith in our hearts. Okay, so when you were thinking through this, that, that God alone is God, and he is alone, then when he says difficult things in Scripture, I can trust that. I can have faith because he is God. Right? I'm not. Thad isn't God. Chris isn't God. N none of the people that come up before you and minister to you, they're not God. All right? God alone is God. So he, he is He's trustworthy. You can have faith. And so that stirs that up in my heart when I, when I really understand who God is and where he is. Okay, he is so high, so higher than anything else. All right? Praising him should be really easy. Okay, praising him should be so easy for us. All right, but on the flip side, if praising him isn't easy, I would challenge you to do two things. Um, first, check your walk and check your sin life, okay? Because I know in my experience when praising God is not easy, one of two things is happening, and usually they're related. One, my spiritual walk is not where it needs to be. I'm not, I'm not spending enough time in Scripture. I'm not spending enough time in prayer. Maybe I'm not spending enough time in fellowshipping with other believers. And maybe it's a, it's a little bit of all three, but I know that when, when my view of God is shrinking, I know that I am not in his word because his word tells me where he is, tells me what reality is and that, that, that God is way up here and I'm way down here. So I would challenge you to check your, check your walk and then check your sin life. Usually if your walk isn't great, your sin life is. Okay? And so... Always kind of look at those things. If you're just in this area of where you're just, it's difficult to praise him, it's not something you enjoy or even something you think about, check those two things. All right, and the only way we know about who God is is to read what he says about himself. Being in a league of his own, no one can speak to who he is but himself. So what does this mean? You have got to read the Bible, right? Right here, you've got to read it. But you've got to do more than just read it. I mean, if I just sit here and go, okay, Romans eight twenty three says, and he said to them, you are from beneath, I am from above, you are of this world, I am not of this world. And I go, cool, and I walk off this stage and I go about my life. That's not enough. Yeah, I read it, but I'm not trusting it. I'm not, I'm not trusting this to be truth. I'm not trusting this to teach me what I should do, what I should think, how I should think, how I should do stuff. It, it's, I'm just reading and moving on. And so that's not enough. And I, and I want you to understand the difference there. We, we must read his word, but we've got to trust it and we've got to apply it.
Okay? I hope that over the last 16 teaching weeks that y'all have um, begun to be overwhelmed with who God is. Because I know that's how I've been. Um, As I've studied certain attributes, as we've done that, there are certain things that I really, it's just every week, I just... I just feel so overwhelmed with who he is. And, and I trust it. I believe it. I have faith that it's true. But, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I just I hope that that's been y'all's, y'all's situation. I hope that y'all have enjoyed it as, as much as I have. I hope that y'all have learned some stuff every week um, about who God is, what makes God God. Um, I would love, if you got questions, reach out to me. Reach out to one of the leaders. We'd be happy to walk you through that. Um, just so y'all know, we are going to be um, transitioning from God's attributes to James um, in the following weeks. So we're going to be going through the book of James. It's one of my favorite books. Um, and get ready, because uh, James James really lays it he lays the lumber on us pretty hard in several different areas. And so we'll we'll have fun getting beat up. Um, we'll be getting beat up together. And um, and we will really sink into that. So if you want to, go ahead and start reading through the book of James. Um, short book, but there's a lot of meat to it, okay? So it's a lot lot to digest here. Um, I think we've got about eight teaching weeks left. So we're going to kind of skedaddle on. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but we're going to try. So I'll probably fail, and that's okay. So I'm a failure. I've accepted it. Y'all should too. So um, anyways, I hope, that, again, that y'all have enjoyed it. Um, I'm getting excited about going through the book of James with you. Um, but again, kind of last, last warning, if you will. Um, warning's a bad word. Just last heads up. Um, remember, we, we, we've got to view God for who he is and not for who we think he is or for what we want him to be. Okay, and that's why reading his word and trusting it is, is of like the most extreme importance. Because if I make God to be something he's not, I'm creating a false God. I'm creating an idol in my life. And I'm trusting in something that has no truth. And so, guys, it's so important that we understand what he says about himself. We believe it. And we have faith in that. Okay? Let's pray. Father, I just want to come to you and say thank you. Father, I'm, I'm thankful that um, you were in control. Father, I'm thankful that nothing is taking you by surprise. Father, I am thankful that you are God and you are God alone, that there is no one else anywhere close to you. Father, you are so set apart. Your word cries out that you are not just holy, but you're holy, holy, holy. You're set apart, you're set apart, you're set apart. Father, I I pray that that over the last 16 weeks that we've been going through um, your attributes and just trying to learn who you are, Lord, that, um, that it's been glorifying to you. Lord, that you have found honor in that. Father, I pray that you have opened our eyes. Lord, and I know you have, I know you have for me. Father, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that you have peeled back some of the scales of my eyes and revealed more of who you are through your word. Father, without your word, we would have nothing. I I thank you that you have um, written this word, Lord, through men that you have also preserved it. Lord, that you have given me many um, different copies of your word. Lord, I'm so blessed that I can go home and I can look at your word on my iPad, on my computer, on my phone, and I can look at it in a written um, hard copy form in several different um, books, Lord, in several different Bibles. Lord, I'm just so blessed. And I thank you for that. Lord, I pray that you would direct us and guide us through um, your book of James. Lord, that we would um, really just learn more about your son, Lord, and and learn more about how we should be conducting ourselves and and 
and how should we should be really um, living life. Father, how we should be looking to you. Father, I pray that um, the praise tonight has been honorable to you. Lord, I, I pray that you would um, give us a sense of community through, through the internet, Father. Lord, I pray that you would help us to kind of feel um, your presence, Lord, and each other's presence through your, your spirit. Father, we are unified, and help us to remember that, Lord, that we don't, because of your spirit, we don't necessarily have to be in front of each other physically, Lord. That your spirit, the same spirit that is in me, um, is in Colby, Lord, or is in Hope, or, or whoever it is, looking at a screen, Father, that, that you are in control, Father, and you have indwelt us as believers. Father, and I just pray that you would help us feel that, Lord. I pray that you would be um, with maybe some of the people who um, haven't been able to be at church in a while, Lord, not even just due to COVID, but maybe just health things beforehand, Lord. And, um, and I just pray that you would really help them feel loved, Lord, not just from you, but from us. Lord, help us to do a good job of reaching out to them and, and showing them how much we love them and that we're thinking about them, we're praying for them. Father, I just, Jim Franklin comes to mind, Father, and I just, I thank you for him. Lord, uh, he's, he's encouraged me over the last, I don't know how long, but he's, he's been an encouragement to me, Father. Lord, I just lift him up to you. Lord, and I just pray that um, he would know how much he's loved by his GCC family, Lord, but also by you, Lord, what you've done. Lord, I just thank you for tonight. Lord, I look forward to next week getting in, in James, Lord. Just, again, pray that you would um, guide us through that. Lord, help us to learn the things that you have set up for us to learn. Father, and I, I trust you in that. I'm looking forward to it. It's in your perfect and truly holy, holy, holy name that I pray. Amen. Never late is working all things out. You're working all things out. Yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name. Oh, yes, I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy. that never fails will not fail me now you won't fail me now in the waiting the same God that's never late is working all things out you're working all things out oh yes I will lift you high in the lowest valley yes I And I choose to praise, to glorify, glorify the name of all names. Nothing can stand against, and I choose to praise, to glorify.
Again, for this technology that we have, just what a blessing it is to be able to um, gather together and just to praise you and to worship you. God, thank you so much for putting the attributes um, on Corey's heart. Just what a, what a great 16 plus weeks of learning, God. Just it's amazing to see all of who you are all of the time, God. And I pray that um, as he prepares to go through James, Lord, that you would just um, give him the words that you want him to speak, God. And I just pray that um, we would just have a good night. I pray that you keep. Keep us all safe, Lord, and just um, put a hedge of protection around everybody, Lord, and just um, give us all the peace and comfort that we need right now. In your name I pray. Amen. All right. Um, before we go, let's, let's go through a few announcements that we've got. We just make sure that parents and students are on the same page with us since we're not able to see you face-to-face. So... What we're doing tonight, we've still got this COVID-19 that the CDC said we're going to go through the end of April. And so that's what we're doing here. We're going to, as, as long as the Lord allows, we're going to continue to meet online here on Wednesday evening. So we hope that you'll continue to join us. We would encourage you to invite your friends uh, just because they're sitting at home. Uh, this is a great opportunity for you to witness to them and just be a, a, a light for them. So don't, don't miss this opportunity. But be here on next Wednesday. We look forward to seeing you on Wednesdays. Or you seeing us because that's really what's more important, right? Ladies Bible study. Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, 7 o'clock. They are meeting. They're going online through Zoom. They're going through Galatians. So if you want to join the ladies on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays, or any one of those days at 7 o'clock, contact Megan or Amanda for more information. Okay? We encourage you to do that. Colby, you're not a lady. You cannot do this. I know what you're thinking. Moody Miracle League, that was scheduled for April 18th. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we will no longer be able to participate in that. They're going to be rescheduling. And, uh, you know, like I say, we're not going to be getting together and congregating until at least the end of April. So we couldn't have done it anyway. So at this point, we're going to be rescheduling. As soon as we know more information, we're going to share that with you. It is a blessing. So don't forget that you need to do this. It's something that's fun to do. We encourage you to do it. So as soon as we know more information, we'll share it with you. And then summer retreat. We mentioned it last week. That's May 30th through June 6th at Sunnyside. We're still planning on going. That's end of May. Right now we're self-quarantined or whatever till the end of April. We're hopeful and prayerful that this will have passed, that, that we're all there. Things are back to normal. We don't know that, but we can always cancel. It is too hard to reschedule something once we've canceled. So our plan is to go at this point. Parents, if you're watching, be aware that you're going to be getting something in the mail. Students, if they're not watching, make sure your parents know to be on the lookout for something in the mail. We need your feedback. Please don't overlook that or forget or just set it aside. We need your feedback because that's going to help us decide what we do. So keep an eye out for that in the mail um, as we continue to, to watch things and, and check on who all is going, who can be there to help chaperone, who's, what's Sunnyside doing. We're looking into all that stuff. The main thing is student safety. We, we want to make sure you're safe. We want to, but if, if at all possible, if it's the Lord's will, we're going to go. So that is all of our announcements. Um, we are glad you're here. We hope you have a blessed week, and we'll see you back here next Wednesday uh, evening. Thanks. God bless.